Hi, welcome to Lots Delight. Today the topic is health and beauty. It sounds like a section in a grocery store or a departmental store. Really made I thought it sounded funny. But I feel like this is very important. I also not just feel, I think it is very important. I believe it so. That's why we are talking about it today. And how a lot of times we look at these as secular topics not integrate a biblical view on these and also i will give you a disclaimer today's episode is going to be longer than usual because i have a lot to say on it and if i split this up into two parts if somebody listen to just one part it's probably will be taken out of context i don't want to um given i eat it in pieces where can people can take it differently without listening to it as a whole so here goes when we talk about us our health or beauty or the physical body that we have we need to have a strong foundation before we approach the different aspects of it the first thing is remember in genesis 1 when god made us human beings in 131 it says that god saw all that he had made and it was very good all his creation he keeps seeing and saying that oh they were good he reviews his work and he looked at the human beings that he made and he said it was very good so what he created us to be he actually liked his creation god thinks that his creation was very good we need to have that in mind and the second part is going to psalm 139 it says in verse 13 to whatever comes after for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful i know that full well my frame was not hidden from you when i was made in the secret place when i was woven together in the depths of the earth your eyes saw my unformed body all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be so even when we are a unformed body like we were a thought in his mind before we actually became a creation it's important he has made us fearfully and wonderfully look at the marvel of a human body with so much advanced technology and everything we are still learning new things about the body on the contrary we also need to understand we put this body through so much not even understanding the long term effects a century like not a, a few decades ago tupperwares or like things that made out of plastic boxes were the rage and after a few decades what has happened we are like oh no plastics there is microplastics we need to you be using glass and steel go back to what was so a lot of times as human beings when there is an innovation we all jump on the bandwagon because we don't know the long term effect of a lot of things but what god made the body that he gave us is a beautiful thing and sometimes we don't treat it like how we are supposed to we don't take 
care or we make impulse decisions but the thing is god knows who we are and how we are when he created us he knows where our weaknesses are okay i want to separate this into three sections the first is going to be about beauty then i want to talk about clothing then i want to talk about health okay so let's attack beauty first if you look at isaiah 53:2 it talks about this person who had no beauty or majesty to attract us why i am saying this is because physicality or like the beauty of different people are described so much in so many ways in the bible if you look at the new testament zacchaeus was short he was not a tall person in contrast if you look at where saul is being described he is described as very tall above everybody else and has a beautiful features royal version as opposed to david which was a very he was actually not counted worthy enough to be brought before samuel right so physical physicality or a physical features have been mentioned in the bible like leah's eyes rachel's older sister who are tricked into marriage with jacob or like i say said zacchaeus in the new testament so a lot of these things are mentioned so we should not be taking beauty standards from the world around us that is the main point of this section it changes throughout time at one time it was oh people need to be plump curvy and then it became skinny and then it became hey whatever you want or a flat tummy small waist like it it keeps changing but guess what we have a unchanging world and our standards of what beauty is needs to come from that world it doesn't mean you live an ascetic life where you do nothing or you don't go overboard believing on beauty is the end of all of it because it's the mind and the priorities okay why i'm saying this is there is a verse in proverbs 31 which says charm is seedful beauty is vain but at the same time if you look at esther chapter 2 here she is going through beauty treatments for like 6 months with oil of myrrh 6 months with perfumes cosmetics and esther is never looked at upon as a bad light like irrespective of these extremes what matters is that god's love for us is not based on any of that and our identity should be rooted in him there are people with a lot of like we see people who were lame who were mute like there were so many different stuff which the world doesn't consider pretty in the bible god makes us in all shapes and sizes and forms okay some are tall some are short guess what each of us are god's masterpiece so before critiquing somebody we need to have that in mind and our identity shouldn't be in the way that we look if we look at to if we look at the way we look i mean god picked my complexion he picked my eye he picked my hair so before we criticize ourselves we need to think about that that does not include let's say if we binge eat only fast food without taking care of ourselves that's a different scenario but what i'm trying to tell you is do not judge a person by how they look or if you truly believe in a god who is doing his masterpiece be a masterpiece in every human being 
think about how you think of beauty i will give you another example which is the bad version right in second kings chapter 9 verse 30 when Jezebel heard about Jehu coming in, she says, she puts on eye makeup and arranged her hair and looked out of the window, which is given in a very negative context. Because her intention of prettying is to, for something else, a manipulative outcome. And while Esther is also going through beauty treatments, can you see the difference in this? I would actually urge you to go spend time seeking God to understand what he says is beauty. We have a God who appreciates beauty. He created nature. He created the colors. And that is a God we have. And I'll this last thought that I have on the beauty section, I don't know if anybody else is like this. What happens to me, and this has happened multiple times to me, in the same day, I will feel I am like the most beautiful person ever to, oh my God, how do I look like this in the same day, depending upon how close I am to God. Let's say if I am like pursuing a relationship with him in the morning, praying and praising, I look at myself and I go, I truly like look at that and go, oh my God, such great skin. You look so pretty. But then I go do something that is not like, you know, it takes me a little far away from God. The same day, the same outfit, the same person, me, nothing has changed. I look at the mirror and I go, oh my God, why do you look like this? So to me personally, I believe as when I'm closer to God, the way I th- look at things is different, especially with regards to beauty. Makeup is okay, but that shouldn't be your priority. What is your intention on using that? Is it something, let's say, if you are getting started to go out the door, if you have like skipped quite time, do you want to spend a few minutes reading your word before going out or do you want to do your makeup before you go out? That is what I'm trying to say. And the next section that we are going to talk about is clothing. Being presentable is something, it's very important. God created colors. I'll start in the Old Testament, okay? When God was talking about the tabernacle, he had very specific instructions for the priests. Not about the material of the clothing, not only about the material of the clothing. He also talks about the design of it. He talks about jewels, how they should be placed, what setting, which like where to use gold, like the pomegranate designs that includes the temple. Like our God is a very artistic God. And remember, he gave that spirit to Bezalel. Like he called them out and gave them creative spirits that they will be good at doing this and teaching that. And we talk about or find Lydia who deals in like purple clothing, which represented royalty or and as we talk about the same God, also make sure that we know about John the Baptist who lived in the desert wearing camel hair. So wherever we are placed, it's not wrong to actually want to wear like beautiful clothes. But what is your priority? How do you go about achieving it? Are you like the money that God gives us? We have stewardship over it. It's his money. So that is also a big factor. This previous, we talked about beauty and then now clothes. We need to make ourselves presentable. I'll give you another example. Let's say you're going to an um, interview. How do you present yourself? How prepared do you look? Do you have the same 
like intention when you go meet god on a sunday i'm not saying that you shouldn't dress casual if you know how much preparation we put into before going to just people to interview for a job how much prepared are we heart wise outside anywhere when we go meet god on sundays so it's about priorities and making decisions and conviction this is where conviction comes in okay it is okay to have the conviction no i will not use makeup it's okay to have oh i will use makeup or like me once in a while it's okay if you are anywhere on the spectrum because a lot of time this also comes from conviction ruth probably didn't go through like 6 months of oil and maltreatment but esther did there are differences learn to accept people who have different convictions than you this does not mean doctrines doctrines are unshakable they form the foundation of our faith but convictions vary jesus wore like nicer clothes he was in the society john the baptist his cousin did not jesus never looked down upon john the baptist for it or john the baptist never called out jesus saying you're spending way too much money being extravagant now they had each their own calling and conviction if somebody is in the entertainment industry how much they spend on their beauty is probably is going to be very different from somebody in another walk of life so first understand what convictions god has given you because that is going to come from your calling and the purpose he has created for you yes we need to be concerned about what we wear because the final part that i'm going to talk about the body is what god gave as it talks about in corinthians it is where the holy spirit lives so you and i need to take care of it better so a lot of times we worry about what goes on the outside let's say our skin we want to know the ingredients and so much but do we have the same concern about what we put into our body we need to be i'm not talking about either being vegetarian non vegetarian vegan it doesn't matter it is about are you concerned and taking care of your body because it's about health it is not about looking a certain way we need to do everything for the glory of god so we need to be also cognizant of how we are treating our body paul talks about how an athlete trains their body right and all the like the disciples they walked how much for the gospel they walked from country to country now we don't have to do that but do you have the health you need to accomplish what god has called you to do let's say if somebody has been called like eric little to run do you take care of your body to do that to be capable of accomplishing that let's say somebody is called for street preaching or you are even in ministry how do you take care of yourself so you can do that to the best of your ability to glorify god we can't just be nonchalant god has given us wisdom he has given us discernment and he has also told us all is permissible but not all is beneficial and so i leave you with this beauty clothing physical health all matter but yes these are not our top priority our top priority is god 
getting close to him because our convictions our standards are everything our spending on these three flows from our relationship with him if you surely know your conviction you will know where your lines lie in these three because these three basically if you look at any character in the bible they all live differently with respect to beauty clothing and health for example mourning had a particular clothing associated with it but you are not supposed to look sad and if you look at daniel he did not want to eat that because he didn't want to defile his body not to lose weight or not to look a certain way what he said was i don't want to defile my body but it resulted in a good thing how he looked god blessed him so he didn't look bad like look like you know very sad as if he was starving that is the point that i want to like i hope it come across comes across to you don't take cues from other people go to god because at the end of the day all these three is going to be rooted in your convictions that god gives you conviction can vary from person to person because that will be based on what god has called you to do your purpose irrespective of the world what the world says our identity is in christ and his love for you is not going to change even if you mess up in any of these our god is not um god who is like oh you did this wrong i won't love you anymore he is not a god like that his love is unconditional we all mess up in all these three areas we have the final thought that i want to leave with you is this verse from proverb the verse is proverb 16:31 amplified version says the silver had head is a crown of splendor and glory it is found in the way of righteousness and if you look at niv it says gray hair is a crown of splendor so this is what i want to leave you with because this is also something that inside me i haven't gotten to an answer yet yes i haven't had to deal with it because i'm still waiting for my gray hairs to come in but it says gray hair is a crown of splendor it is a crown of splendor from god so if i struggle to accept that crown that he has in this world how am i to think that i'm going to be happy with the crown he has in eternal life this is a question i have no answer because i don't know how i will respond once i get gray hair he says it's a crown of splendor i if i'm not able to accept the crown he gives in this life how am i so sure i'm going to love the crowns that i'm going to get in eternal life this is a question that i have not found an answer yet the world what we have made it to be you and i are part of this problem as well is the world has made dyeing your hair part of grooming yourself being clean and neat no that is not hygiene if people want to dye or color their hair that's a different thing but you can't associate that with somebody not taking care of themselves at that i am definitely sure of but when it happens to me what will i do i don't know but that is something that i'm still working on understanding and accepting 
that God calls a grey hair as a crown of splendor and glory, do I think of it at the same way? I will leave you with this nugget and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.